How is everyone doing today? Good morning. How is everyone? How is everyone? How is everyone? Actually, how is the audio? I've not got any of that like crappy choppy audio st stuff going on. Well, I haven't had it for a few days, so I probably shouldn't have said it because I'm just hinting fate. But how is everyone? If you're in the chat, please, please feel free to let us know. My name is Graham Day. This, this is the man that we call Bibby, and together we are Ice Cream Upwards. Before I jump into that, how's things, Bibby? Yes, man. Yes, man, I'm good. How you? <laughs> How's things? Yes, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Not too bad. Oh, my uh, room's suddenly gone all pink. Like, none of the uh, activity flashing lights in the background. And that's because Ferno FIFA, I'm assuming that's Lewis, with a change of brand, hey, uh, has hosted the ch uh, channel. Thank you very much for the host, dude. Much appreciated. Let me just... Uh, There's Shagger. Yes, he is. Is he a Shagger? Yes, he is. Does he look like a Shagger? Yes, he is. Yes, it fucking is. Anyway, um, if you don't know who we are, as mentioned, my name is Graham. This is Bibby right here, and together we are Ice Cream Uppers. And in true ice creamy fashion, this is the scoop, your daily dose of news from the world of video games and beyond. Some may say the UK's number one video, pod uh, video games podcast, and they will be correct. Uh, we're going to give you our thoughts and impressions on the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories from the world of video games. And we want your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. And it's important if you are here live right now at 10 a.m.-ish uh, on twitch.tv forward slash icecreamuploads that you get involved in the chat. And it's important that you do that because we turn this into a podcast, a video on YouTube, and an audio podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Everyone listening and watching on demand gets to enjoy the whole show, but they don't get to speak and share their thoughts right here, right now. You guys get to do that. On behalf of them so please 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 feel free to use the opportunity to do that before we do jump into things though um a couple of things to mention first one uh which is shameless self-promotion uh is hey west thank you very much for the host dude good morning good morning uh the first thing is exclamation mark 2k um actually do you know what? i'm gonna do that in a second because i restarted my pc and chatbot's not open so i'm gonna uh, stall whilst that loads up. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, exclamation mark 2k when uh, the PC, uh, the chatbot comes back to life. I will do that for you. But we are on the verge of hitting 2,000 followers. So if you guys are new here, please feel free to hit follow on the channel. If you're all early in, I assume you follow anyway. Um, but if you can get everyone else to follow, you know, get a friend or something, it's fine because when we hit 2k, we are going to run a giveaway. We're not going to give any spoilers on what that is. Um, but we did a decent giveaway at 500 followers and another one at uh, 1,000. We're almost at 2,000. So if you want to um, help us get to that point, then that would be very, very much appreciated. Exclamation mark, 2K. Boop. Yay. We're on the road. 2K followers. Once we hit 2K, we'll announce a milestone giveaway. Uh, so tell your friends the sooner we get there, the sooner it starts. Nice. Um, obviously, that's just for following. If you follow, then there's a good chance that you... Uh, th there is a chance that you can win a prize. If you want a better chance of winning a prize, we have the loot drop so let me just type this exclamation loot drop uh there you go so the loot drop is a giveaway we do the first monday of every month for subscribers it's a subscriber only giveaway uh, and this month if you haven't seen it already exclamation mark fifa 21 is we're giving a copy of a uh, coffee of coffee 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 coffee, coffee. <laughs> fuck it uh, we're giving away a copy of fifa 21 to one subscriber so if you're a sub make sure you've subscribed to the channel before the uh, monday the second um and as well as that you need to be in the discord and have your twitch and discord accounts linked if not discord won't recognize that you're a sub if you don't do that you don't get in simple as that anyway anyway all of that let's jump back through the chat as i can see so frosty, yeah. lots of things happening uh kulan 
Thank you very much for the two-month resub. Very, very, very much appreciated, dude. Much, much appreciated. How are you doing this morning? Good morning. Good morning to everyone as well. Uh, jumping back. Uh, Ian. Morning, gents. Nice one, dude. How's things? How's things? Uh, Gary says, Twitch is very own. Backstreet Boys. Uh, how's it going, lads? Gary, I just want to say that... that you are <laughs> my fire. Oh no, sorry, I apologize. The one. Okay, no, okay, okay. Um, I, every time I say that, I have to mention this. As has everyone in the chat seen the uh, the Brooklyn Nine Nine? Uh, I want it that way. Sketch. If you haven't seen it, Google it. It's the best thing you'll see today. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Um, uh, see the uh, Among Us one. Someone put the Among Us characters with that dub. I'm fairly sure I, I have I have actually seen it. Me and Danielle watched it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I have seen it. I have seen it. That's good too. Uh, it's not quite as good, but it's still it's still a very good spin on it. Um, thank goodness you're here, says West. I need distraction from spreadsheets. Sorry, right, we've got all the distractions. It's fine. Uh, good afternoon, ish. Jen says Gagad. <laughs> good afternoon. Uh, Asim says I think they're more PJ and Duncan. I'm blind, Dick. Blind. Uh, 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 which one of them got the paintball to the face? Uh, it just depends. It depends on the day. It depends on the day. Um, I didn't even realise it was Gary gifting out a, a sub as well. Thank you very much, yeah. Gary. I mean, I, I, I feel I feel even better now for uh, Backstreet Boys in here. So I very much appreciated. Cheers, dude. Cheers, dude. Um, see, we we don't have that set up so that it says when someone is gifting. It's only when I look back through the chat that I actually see it. So yeah, we appreciate anyone that does want to gift subs. Obviously, never expected. Um, but always, always appreciate. Thank you very much. Um, they've animated the scene, uh, that scene on Reddit. Uh, what the the Brooklyn Nine Nine Among Us. That's the one. What is it? As in they've animated it on on Among Us. Is that what you mean? Um, how do I link the Discord uh, and the channel? Uh, my sub did not get announced. By the way, I did like two days ago. Interesting. Let me let me. Quickly see if it's in the uh, create a dashboard, the events. Uh, yeah, I can't see anything. Um, like it's not, it's not come through here. I mean, obviously, I can see that you're a sub. You've got the badge there, but I can't even see it in in Twitch itself. Never mind in um, Streamlabs. I can't see it in Twitch. Strange. I mean, you're definitely a sub. You've got the sub badge, but I can't see it. Um, but linking your Discord and Twitch accounts. Um, uh, it's been that long since I've done it. I can't remember. Do you remember how to do it, babe? <laughs> I do. If you go to the cog on Discord, there's a little bit at the top under user settings called connections. Um... Uh, da, 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 da. Tried to announce it, uh, but it cannot. Did you refresh? I mean, you've obviously done it since then, but occasionally um, it doesn't update. As as welcome Ellie two thousand five twenty two. Thank you very much uh, for the follow. And Gary, uh, Gary, not ask him even this time. It's only just refreshed there for Gary's. But Mister T gifting a sub as well to Craig. Stay frosty, Craig. Thank you very much for the sub, Mister T. Um, speaking of Mister T, uh, as I said yesterday, we obviously spoke about the. Uh, Halloween content coming to Vidansk. Is it the Nightmare of Vidansk? Because that was the name of it or something yeah. like that. Um, and in true uh, Mr. T fashion, I did say that expected to be playing and expect expletives. I mean, the expletives usually come when he wins. So it's like, yeah, fuck you, yeah. But yesterday, yeah. was it was more of the uh, the nervous excitement expletives. He sent, uh, he tweeted me, uh, he tweeted out a video and then uh, sent me the link to it this morning um, of him just doing some underground exploring, uh, getting like, 
scare trains and stuff going past. <laughs> it's like, oh fuck! <laughs> so you hear you hear Asim uh, jump scare, and then um, Barry, aka the Midnight Kid from Pez Universe, you hear him come down, and then the same thing. Oh my god, the fucking trains get the shit out of me! <laughs> so yeah, go check it out, Mister at Asim Tamir on Twitter. Uh, it was so cool. Do you, know, I, I, do you know? I might even jump in and play it. Probably won't, but I might do. <laughs> but I probably won't. Um, so yeah, appreciate the, the gifted subs once again. Thank you very much, guys. It means a lot. It means a lot. It means a lot. Uh, Craig, if you are here, I'm not sure if you are. If you are, but if you are, then um, you know, please feel free to say thank you. Um, and the same thing to I, don't, I can't see Gary's got it scrolled off now. Uh, to Kulan, uh, obviously, please feel free to say thanks. Uh, they may not be here in the channel though, but. You guys are, so let's jump into some news. Nice, nice, nice. Um, and one that's close to me, um, and one that I was discussing yesterday, it was actually West who's in the uh, in the chat. I was in West's PUBG stream for most of the day yesterday, so I've been speaking about this quite a bit, but if you missed all of that, or if you haven't seen the content, this is actually big news. We often put PUBG content in because, you know, it's, it's something I play all the time, um, but it's usually stuff that gets put in at the end of it. But this is actually quite a significant update, and... And potentially is a sign of things to come, maybe. Uh, is this written by Sharif Saeed for VG247? The article says PUBG is finally getting a 60 FPS mode on PS4 Pro and Xbox One X. So PUBG players on consoles may finally get to experience the game at frame rates above 30 FPS. The first PUBG Season uh, 9 patch has arrived on the PS4 and Xbox One test servers. The change log is nearly identical to that of the PC uh, side of things, which we actually covered the other day, uh, including, of course, the new map, Paramo. Uh, but one big... You have to say it like that, by the way. You can't just say Paramo, because that's just... Uh, <laughs> um, uh, but one big addition oh, exclusive... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Paramo, mate. Uh, but one big addition exclusive to consoles is support for 60 FPS. The frame rate priority option available on PS4 Pro and Xbox One X now supports up to 60 FPS gameplay. This is achieved by dropping the resolution to 1080p, which isn't surprising. PUBG Corp says it will explore bringing the option to the base consoles, though it's not clear how low the resolution would have to be in order to get there. It's also worth keeping in mind that, though this is a welcome upgrade, it doesn't necessarily guarantee the action will sustain 60fps at all times. Nevertheless, it's good to see PUBG finally catch up to Apex Legends and Warzone when it comes to how smooth its gameplay feels. Assuming all things go well in testing, the update should be available for all players next week nice 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 um obviously if there is anyone in the chat that does play PUBG feel free to drop it in with your thoughts on this but off the bat as someone that has played some PUBG uh, what are your thoughts Bib? uh well I don't particularly think that PUBG is a massively pretty game anyway um I again I don't it's, I don't think it's compared to a lot of other games graphically I don't think it's a good looking game I would much rather have a smoother gameplay, so having the 60 FPS and having to drop the resolution down would is an absolute priority for me because I think it, it's not the prettiest game. The movement of the character is fucking horrendous more often than not, but the gunplay and the fights and the tactical part of it is pretty much, I think, I mean, I'm just going out on a limb and saying this as a person who doesn't play it as much as you, West and the rest of the guys that play PUBG all the time. I don't, I think that's the reason why they keep on coming back because the gunplay is good. Tactically, it's great. Some of the maps are okay. Um, so, yeah, I'd much rather have a 60 FPS game where it flows a lot better, the gameplay is a lot smoother than it being looking, than looking great because this game isn't a great looking game in the first place. In my eyes, I don't think it's a great looking game. Um, Ferno, just on a bit of a tangent, says, Bibi, 
Gehst du tun? Be, 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 gehst du tun? Ich habe die Gitarre behind die Show. I've tried to play it many, many times. Just following on from that, before you before you start saying no to Ferno, Asim says, be, be, gehst du tun? Be, 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 gehst du tun? Nope. Um, okay, be- following on from that, is uh, Gary says Bibi for X Factor. As long as you don't have to go on with the guitar, yes. Uh, and then following on from that, not written in the chat, but Graham says Bibi, gets a tune, Bibi, Bibi, gets a tune. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. I apologise, I apologise. <laughs> um, I'll teach you, Bibi, uh, all the Oasis numbers. <laughs> Bit of Wonder Wall. Uh, that's it, you can be the Noel, I'll be the Liam. That's all we need. I mean, the lads, the lads are on the wall. That, that could be us. That could be us. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, t- about PUBG being not an attractive game, it's amazing how attractive the game is for me. Uh, because I play on PS4 Pro and it looks okay, it's, it's nice. But when you play it on PC on Ultra, it's amazing just how nice <laughs> the, the game looks. And I think I forget how good it looks. So, yeah. so when you, when yeah, you on PC, it's a different kettle of fish, I agree with that. Um, so, like when we did the chicken for charity, so we were involved in the uh, chicken for charity stream, um, obviously. Uh, organized by Sega in conjunction with PUBG Europe, um, all for the benefit of special effects. Was that like a month ago, nearly now? Something like that? Um, yeah. So we were involved in that. When I say we were involved, um, we played like two games out of the six. I mean, we played all the games, but we only really played in like two out of the six games. Uh, if, if it had gone on, we might have done a little bit better. Do you know, we started to find our rhythm in the back, well, the, the golf one, the back nine, but yeah. Right, exactly. That's it. We we started out to we went in thinking, oh, we're gonna meme the shit out of this. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna land. We're gonna cross some bridges. We're gonna get some bridge camping going on. It's nice. Um, but then we realised we were playing esports mindset. Circles moves quick, and everyone was like full on game face. We were like, oh shit. So in the first couple of games, we thought that we was gonna be playing people who wasn't that good at the game, like us. Like we we're just gonna be a load of noobs, and then esports whales turn up and. PUBG Reddit. <laughs> yeah, I was speaking to uh, one of the organisers and they're saying, um, have you got a team? I was like, well, there's at least two of us um, from Jelly that can take part. Um, if we don't have others from Jelly that could jump in, can we get outside people, maybe some content creators or anything like that? And they're like, yeah, yeah, as long as they don't play FPS games or PUBG. Um, I was thinking, oh, okay, so they don't want any sort of advantage. And then one of the teams is Esports Wales, which is their competitive PUBG team, uh, and the PUBG Reddit, which is obviously PUBG guys. So we were just oh. like, we're just sat there like, fuck. <laughs> so that's why after like game three, I plugged my controller in and started getting uh, kills because I thought, fuck it, I'm gonna, rather than going mouse and keyboard, I'm just going to play to what I can do now. So I managed to almost single-handedly wipe Overclockers UK. So in your face, Overclockers. Uh, but, but yeah, we're not, we're not bitter about it at all, whatever. PUBG no, Reddit. Not Enjoy your new HyperX keyboards and everything, whatever, mate. <laughs> uh, just on a side note, West, yes, you are in the in the loop drop now. Is yes, hey. So you might have a chance at winning FIFA on the on the platform of your choice, by the way. So obviously, um, it will be the standard edition rather than whatever the deluxe or champions or whatever edition they call their top one. It will be the standard edition. But if you want it on PC, Xbox, PlayStation, whatever you choose. Um, you could even get it on Switch, but why would you do that? It's the same game as last year. You might as well get that. Which good. Um, yes. So anyway, back into PUBG. Get into 60 FPS. Um, I completely agree because it looks incredible on PC. It doesn't look as good. Even playing on. I mean, it looks better playing it on my PS4 Pro on my 4K TV. I instantly, when I jump from my old PS4 to my PS4 Pro, as long as I'm not in a smoke grenade, um, it looks incredible. Uh, if, if I'm in a smoke grenade, it just looks like a blue screen. So, there we go. Um, but it looks incredible compared to what it was, but still not a patch on 
the uh, the video clip of Asim running around in an underground train station, uh, getting Billy the puppet ghosts popping up and shit like that. The 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 graphical fidelity of Warzone is much much higher. Um, so I yeah, like Baby says, completely agree. The fact that then they're not pushing to add in more textures, which doesn't really change that much other than immersion, um, but adding in FPS, so they're focusing on the gameplay. PUBG has never been about the, being the prettiest game. It's been about the experience, about the about the unwritten narrative of uh, I'm going to go in and I'm going to get myself a sniper rifle and an assault rifle and then five minutes into the game you, you, you run around with a pistol and think, fuck it, it's a 9mm round now then, uh, VSS and an ump or whatever, ump's not 9mm anymore but it used to be. Anyway, uh, so that sort of... Um, did they, it used to be 9mm? I can't remember, anyway. But um, yeah, that sort of mindset of changing your story as you go uh, and, and learning to play what is there, dealing the card, uh, playing the cards that you dealt kind of thing. Um, is good. So pushing 260 FPS, yeah, I'm absolutely excited to see. I, I have my console. I haven't loaded up PUBG um, since the update. Uh, I don't even know if I've got the PTS installed. I might have deleted it to make space for something else, but I might do that. I might do that this Thursday. I've, I've completely finished the season pass anyway, so that, I think that's potentially what I'll do for Thursday's PUBG stream tomorrow. Is, uh, so jumping back into the chat, um, West says, I'm only on an OG Xbox One, so I didn't get to experience the increased frame rate, but watched some other streams and thought it looked great. Yeah, I mean, that, I'm disappointed, West. I mean, I sat there watching your stream all day, waiting to see an extra 29 FPS, uh, maybe up to 30 FPS, and it just <laughs> didn't happen. God. Um, uh, PUBG 60 FPS at 480p. <laughs> They'd be like the Lego, like Minecraft PUBG 60 FPS. Um, uh, it's right on my stream as I play on uh, 1080p gaming monitor, so 4K isn't a bother for me. Yeah, I mean, that's it, same. I mean, I have... Uh, it's it's um, 1080p, like, 244 hertz, so my monitor is based on that, like, refresh rate, that many frames per second, giving the clarity of the gameplay from there. Because if, if you play on a monitor that's, like, 24 inches, you don't really need 4K. I mean, there will you will see some differences, but generally speaking, you don't get the full benefit. You need to be over 30 inches, that's what she said, uh, to, to get the full benefit, which is what she said again. Um, but yeah, if you're playing on, I mean, I've got two 24.5 inch monitors, and this one I think is a 27, um, which uh, is, is too big for where I'm sat. Actually, I'm saying that, I'm pointing it, you can't even see them, I might as well, I might as well show you. Um, so yeah, the, these two are 24.5 inch monitors. This one was my original monitor, which is a 27 inch, um, which is a bit too big, which is why I changed to these smaller ones. At this size, 4K, you don't really need. So I, I thought, oh, well, I might as well opt for the uh, for the Hertz. So I've gone for two 44 Hertz monitors, um, which are kind of overkill uh, in, in, in essence, especially when you're playing console games. You're playing 30 FPS on a 244 Hertz monitor. It's just like, well, there's 214 Hertz or whatever that's just, just gone in the bin. Um, so that having a little bit more of a boost is 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 exciting for me. I, I am excited for the PS5 though, so that we can, I mean, that's, that's kind of where I, I would lead this on then. Are we playing, uh, are we seeing 60 FPS updates coming to PUBG now? Because Bibi, um, summed it up in one emoji this morning when he, when we were talking about this um, uh, update and that was facepalm is like as if they're adding 60 fps now at the end of a generation <laughs> 29 days before the new consoles arrive and and yeah that is absolute facepalm but is it that are they adding it now is it a case of okay well we've put all of the research into getting pubg onto the next generation obviously pubg you haven't said this they haven't announced pubg for ps5 um or xbox yeah. 
Series X yet. Yeah, exactly. So is this something... Okay, what we can announce is the stuff that we have out already. So we can say that we can get up to 60 FPS because we've got technology to do this. Is that a result of technologies that have been worked on already for the next generation? So I, I think that is fairly likely. The reason it's happening now is because they're just about... They've just cracked or just ready to roll out their next-gen stuff. So this not only gives them a testing point for the current generation, but gives them some some data leading into the next generation i think it's, it's just giving a nod over to the to the new gen consoles i think as well it's setting your expectations if you can't play this at 40 at 4k 60 fps on your playstation 4 pro or your xbox one x then the likelihood is you're going to be getting the same experience on your playstation 5 and xbox series x um when it eventually when they come out i think well, obviously xbox is like a week before the playstation but um, yeah, it, I think this is definitely giving a nod over to the new consoles that don't expect to be playing this at 4K 60fps on your new console. You're going to be getting 1080 uh, 60fps just like you can on the PS4 Pro and Xbox One now, which I think is more than acceptable considering how wonky it's been on the on the current gen consoles for a while. I say wonky in terms of I, again, I I don't think the gameplay is amazing purely because of the frame rates that you drop if you go through a window and there's a firefight outside it does look a little bit janky but having a 60 fps mode at 1080 is a massive improvement i'd much rather have a smoother gameplay than a visually stunning one when the game isn't visually stunning in my eyes in the first place i mean i think it will help people like west who are playing on the og xboxes as well um I was talking to Pidge, S Pigeon yesterday, um, the PUBG console streamer, who's taking part in the CCL, the Console Carnage League, which is PUBG's console esports uh, activity for Europe. And he, um, I was asking, how are you getting on with it? And he's like, okay, we're doing okay towards the end of it, but we started off really bad because two of the players in the team are on OG Xboxes, and when we were landing, we were just dropping frames. So <coughs> this work on FPS... Um, I think we'll not only get a higher ceiling for those that have better consoles, but for those that are playing on OG Xboxes, I think it, it has to help those too. Because if you're dropping and you're... I mean, I've seen it on PC. Obviously, you don't get as much data on consoles. But on PC, you can just land and look a certain direction. Say you look west and your console, your frames just drop because that's the direction where you're looking towards, say, two or three points that are in the distance that you can't see. But because the game's computing it, you could just see your your frames drop because you're looking in a certain direction. How stupid is that? I mean, I won the fight because I was looking east. You lost because you were looking west. What? What? Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's PC stuff. But dropping frames is a big problem. If you're playing in competitive stuff and you're dropping frames at the start of a game, so putting the ceiling up to 60 fps for those that have the better hardware surely will also have some benefits for those that are playing on the lesser hardware just to help them maintain that lower ceiling um but going forward i wouldn't be surprised if this 60 fps 1080p is is just setting a baseline for pubg to start the next gen um but then again i also wouldn't be surprised if that's just setting a baseline for the next gen for backwards compact if you're playing um pubg uh, on the next gen. I mean, it's not even backwards combat because they've not announced the PS5 version, but I wouldn't be surprised if they go, okay, you can you can play 4K, uh, 30 FPS, or you, you can play um, 1080p and up to 120 FPS. I mean, they do go up to 120 FPS to new consoles, right? 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 I think that's... Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if we do see them push past that. I know that, I know that the Xbox Series X did have 120 uh, Hz referenced for some media, because uh, it was like 8K... 
120 hertz-ish, but I don't think it was gameplay. I think it was some form of media, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we see it go further. Um, jumping back into the chat, Lake says, your account on Twitch has been linked to Discord, so I guess I'm okay now. Uh, and Wes says, yup, you're showing up as a Twitch sub on Discord now. Nice. 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 Um, uh, the easiest way to check Lake is there is a channel called Loot Drop. Um, if you can if you can see in that, if, you, if you're a sub, you get access to the Loot Drop, and that channel is where we give subscriber perks away, not including the Loot Drop stuff. That's stuff we usually kind of announce that on stream, but we do have... If we get any extra codes for games or any extra beta invites and so on, we tend to drop them in there for subscribers. So if you can see the loot drop, that's that's enough. You, you know you're a sub at that point. Salty Dog, morning, dude. Hey, welcome back. Um, I'm convinced the short season is to do with next gen. I mentioned that to Bib um, yeah. when I was talking to him this morning, and that came off the back of that discussion we were having yesterday. Um, Wes's announcement for PUBG will come around the time of new consoles coming out. Uh, how dare you, Bibby? PUBG is perfect in every way. I mean, Bibby thinks PUBG is perfect, and then it could just be one game, and uh, not no pun intended on your name, or, or my reference of FPS earlier, one game will just send him west, and then that's it. <laughs> Fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> I'm, I've actually just noticed now in our um, in our Discord, West has posted, he's, it looks like he's playing Game Pass on his tablet, um, and he's playing PUBG on the Game Pass on his tablet. Uh, <laughs> and there is a slight delay moving from left to right. It's like not even a millisecond, but when he when he lets go of left on the uh, analog stick, his player moves like one more step to the left, <laughs> which I don't think would be ideal in a game like F like uh, PUBG. But is is yeah, that it'll... is that the new remote play stuff or or or, or what? Because I mean that that it could be that because obviously that we were talking about that yesterday. New remote yeah. play stuff coming to it. So, so I mean, if I, mean it, I think it's an Android tablet, it also looks like. I mean, you're probably best looking at that. It does look like a, an iPad as I, well. I can't look at it because I'd have to take you off full screen to go. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, it is what iPad is just said in the comments. Ah, there you go. Nice. Uh, nice. But, yeah, the, the short seasons, so PUBG seasons usually last around, is it 12 weeks-ish? Something like that. Um, so you've got plenty of time to get to level 100, uh, including a little bit of buffer time. Um for those that might not be able to play every day um but this season is like half the length of that um and there, there is some other cool stuff in it which i've i've kind of been vocal about criticizing all things before if you play fortnite you buy uh, the battle pass you have a chance to earn enough v bucks to buy your next battle pass in the battle pass and pubg's first season they have not V bucks, they have G coin. So PUBG's G coin um, in the first season, you earn G coin as you went. But since then, they've taken that out. You don't get any G coin as you go. You don't get enough to buy the next pass, which is greedy, in my opinion. If you're giving it away at first, and and everyone else has it as a sustainable uh, mechanism, and you want to keep your audience in, giving them the facility to to keep their own. Uh, buy-in into the game is a really really good thing for community building and growth. Um, the fact that they took that out. Was, is a land grab for me but there has been notes that, that if you buy the pass you can earn, earn enough in the pass to get your next pass which is really cool I'd like to see that again um, so if that continues that's good for me um, mm -hmm. but as well as that is that just is that is that a thing that they will stick with I hope so if not it's at least a short term smart around okay you get this short pass now and then in six weeks time or whatever it is when the pass finishes 
the next pass starts just as the new consoles arrive. So brand new PUBG next gen console. You may not have played it before and you get the season pass for it. Yay! So even if it isn't um, something that we'll continue with, it's definitely at least a good short term ploy to get people into yeah. playing PUBG and, and taking the next pass on the next gen. Um, I don't think PUBG will work well with r remote play, but single player games should work well. Yeah, that's exactly the same sort of angle that we, we were discussing yesterday. Because um, remote play is the, the latency of your iPad or your uh, smartphone connecting to your console and playing the game. But then if you're playing remote play Game Pass on your console, you will have to latency to your console and then your console's latency to the server which is playing the game i mean remote play uses your xbox as the server game plus a uh, game pass uses a server as a server and if you're doing that remotely you have to you have two steps of latency so yeah game pass might not be great um multiplayer probably won't be great but single player stuff and stuff that requires no um uh timed inputs so stuff like football manager things like that would be absolutely perfect anything spreadsheet ish then yeah absolutely you can play that remote play on game pass <laughs> it's fine um but anyway let's let's move ahead uh speaking of new technologies and cloud gaming we're talking about the game pass we're talking about x cloud and and so on like that I, actually i was saying game pass then i meant x cloud when we're talking about that in terms of the latency um but enough of microsoft's cloud gaming let's jump onto amazon's cloud gaming stuff we have mentioned it previously um this is Luna we're talking about. Written by Tom Ivan for VGC. Amazon is sending out free trial invites for its cloud gaming service, Luna. It will then cost $5.99 per month during an early access period. So Amazon, excuse me, uh, has begun distributing free trial invites for its new cloud gaming service, Luna. Announced in September, the Stadia and xCloud rival is powered by the Amazon Web Service infrastructure and will allow users to stream games at up to 4K 60fps on PC, Mac, Fire TV and iOS devices with Android to follow. Excuse me. Luna will offer a library of games behind a subscription service plus Twitch integration and support for a $49.99 Luna game controller. Releasing this month, the controller is Alexa enabled and connects directly to the cloud for lower latency gaming, according to Amazon. Some players who requested early access to Luna are now receiving invites to sign up for a free seven day trial, after which they'll be charged an introductory price of $5.99 per month. The service currently supports streams up to 1080p 60fps. Luna users will be able to subscribe to various paid channels offering access to their own game libraries. For example, the Luna Plus game channel, uh, which is included in the base subscription, uh, will include titles such as Resident Evil 7, Control, Panzer Dragoon, A Plague Tale Innocence, The Surge 2, Ukulele, uh, and The Impossible Lair, Iconoclasts, Grid, Abzu, and Brothers A Tale of Two Sons. So far, Amazon has announced one additional Luna channel for publishing Ubisoft. Players who subscribe to this channel will have, will have access to Ubisoft titles, including new releases like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Far Cry 6, and Immortals Phoenix Rising uh, the same day they release. That still still triggers me, that title. Immortals Phoenix Rising <laughs> without a colong in the middle. Uh, uh, colong? <laughs> uh, colong? Yeah, it's one of them. Um, so you'll have access to the titles uh, the same day they release. Inside the Lunar Experience, players will see Twitch streams for the games in the service. And from Twitch, uh, they'll be able to instantly start playing Lunar titles. Users play games. Uh, users can play games with a keyboard and a mouse, a Bluetooth game controller, 
or the Luna controller, which is absolutely 100% not uh, an amalgamation of a Switch Pro controller and a uh, Microsoft Xbox Series X, uh, S controller. It's not. It's not. It's really not. But it is. But it's not. Uh, so, <coughs> so Luna invites. Mm. Uh, thoughts. I mean, what are your thoughts on the whole channel? like sort of setup do you fully understand that i mean i did when i first read through the article in september and i've now forgotten the majority of it so i'm trying yeah. to ha- wrap okay. my head around that again so the lunar channel itself will feature a whole host of games from all developers then developers can have the option to be able to have channels in there so ubisoft one for instance so the lunar one will cost you at launch four pound 99 and then if you wanted to play any ubisoft games which won't be included in lunar plus you have to buy the lunar uh, the ubisoft channel which may incur further costs so say the lunar lunar plus is five pound um <clears throat> the ubisoft one might be maybe three pounds so your subscription then will have two different channels of games for eight pounds a month then for instance if capcom wanted to do it and take out Xbox uh, and take out Resident Evil from the Luna Plus one, and then they wanted to release all of their games, including Street Fighter, uh, all the Resident Evil titles, Dino Crisis, if it ever if it ever comes back out. They uh, they want to charge three pound for their collection. It'll get topped up on top of that. Then it'll end up costing you like eleven pound. So it's just a way for them to be able to try and monetize their own games rather than having a very small monetization model inside Luna. That is what I've kind of worked out for myself because um, it is very vague when it comes to yeah. what it is that they want to do. But taking all the other business models that are a subscription service, that is what I've made of it myself. Yeah, However, I've actually tried to sign up to this this morning, and it's only available in the US. So fuck you, man. <laughs> fuck this shit, I'm mad. Yeah, the, it's, it's the use of the word channel. The fact that it's, it's integrated with Twitch and it's owned by Amazon, the fact that they call it channels is probably not the greatest phrase for me because it's essentially saying you're getting access to a publisher's catalogue of games and they're calling that a channel uh, whereas channel has been used f- for a million other things usually content creation services not something that you are interacting uh, interacting with um see, I'm... a word there that would have been so much better for them to be able to use mm-hmm. what's that you used a word then that would have been so much better for them to be able to use rather than the word channel what catalogue Exactly. Bosh, there you go. Exactly what it says on the tin, isn't it? You know what I mean? You know what you're getting from that. Um, yeah, I'm not... Let me just jump back through the chat and catch up before I share my points. Asim says, Luna, uh, I hear Amazon are over the moon with this. Hey. You, you, it's, honestly, yeah, that pun about Luna, you've got to love good puns. <laughs> Luna love good Harry Potter. Just saying. Um, uh, forward slash ban Tassimanvia. <laughs> Uh, we need to get that, so that set up as a command. <laughs> Just excla- <laughs> exclamation mark, Tassim. <laughs> uh, how have they managed to get through iOS when Stadia and Xbox couldn't? I mean, Xbox did um, with xCloud when it was in testing, uh, and this is still in early access, so you might get the same thing. iOS uh, and Apple might go, yeah, yeah, have, have a go. Have at it, fill your boots, uh, so that they build up a Did cloud eventually come onto iOS, though? Cause yeah. yeah that's, that, that's the whole heebie-jeebie thing, isn't it? It did, yeah. I mean, that's the one that I tried to get onto, but I, it, the link sent me to some sort of American website, and Asim said, no, right. use the European one, uh, change the URL, and it'll work. And that, I never got into it, but that was a test uh, service that was fine and ran on iOS. I think it only actually gave you, like, Halo, the Master Chief Collection, or something like that, as a game, as the games that you could play using xCloud. Um, but... Apple were like, yeah, yeah, whilst it's in test, in beta, in early access, fine, fill your boots. Uh, you want to go live with it? Ah, yeah, sorry, we meant what we meant is, is no, 
That's what we meant to say. We said yes, but we meant no. So, what's the app that's stopping it from going onto? Is it just the Games Pass app itself not going onto iOS? Yeah, that's why they use the remote play. Yeah, they. You can't get the Games Pass, uh, the Game Pass app, because Game Pass lets you go in and then lets you go out to content that hasn't been verified by Apple. So if you go in and play Halo: The Master Chief Collection and Forza and whatever. Um, they want each one of those games to be added to the App Store as a separate purchase and separate rated item, um, which means that it's not an, a Microsoft thing. Microsoft need to go to Ubisoft and say, okay, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Assassin's Creed or Origins, every other Assassin's Creed out of the 7,000 you've made, they all need to be put onto the store so we can have them uh, on Game Pass. And then that's when Ubisoft go, well, that's a lot of work, so fuck off. No, you're all right. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Uh, so... Yeah, uh, I mean, and then how do you get them on the store? Because these aren't mobile games; these are console games. How do they get them on the store as individual items and rated? It's not possible. So, yeah. Um, uh, other than the test in beta, it doesn't exist. Apple have blocked it. Um, uh, you'd have to be a lunatic to not get involved with that. Hey. Like, what? Uh, so it's like Sky slash Cable with a base package, and then just add sports and movies, which is fine. I understand that concept. But that's when I'm starting to think about how expensive is this going to be? £5.99, okay, six, £6 a month is another subscription package. Uh, bearing in mind you're paying for PS Plus and your Xbox Game Pass Ultimate Live Cloud subscription or whatever it's called now. Um, and your Netflix and your Amazon Prime and your uh, Disney Plus and Apple TV Plus. Uh, so you're spending £5.99 on this for now. That's a special introductory price. What does that go up to? Ten ninety nine, fourteen ninety nine, and then you spend um, what another six ninety nine to get access to Ubisoft's channel. What if I want to play um, PUBG as my main game? Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla comes out as well. I want to play that, um, and then Cyberpunk's coming out at launch as well. So I want to play that. Do I have to then subscribe to the CD Projekt Red channel? Are they six pounds every time that keeps coming every every month? And suddenly that five ninety nine um, fee. The, the point of a subscription package is you don't spend a shitload of money at once. Uh, the subscription comes from the. It was it. That's a, a morph from. One of the most successful pirates. Thank you very much for the for the host, dude. Welcome in. Um, yeah, subscription. To give you a, a different example, not in video games, the the Dollar Shave Club. That that was one of the first successful um, subscription packages uh, out there. So basically, you buy razors and pirate. Thank you for hope the you all good. Much love. I uh, hope you all good. Much love. Twelve months now, pirate. That's a whole year. Yeah, 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 yeah. One year. Happy anniversary. Happy, happy ice cream birthday, mate. Um, Thank you, babe. Uh, but yeah, Dollar Shave Club was like, okay, you spend um, eight quid every few months or whatever it is on on your refill packs for your razors. You spend one dollar for us, and we will send you new razors every month, and you get all this stuff. And they basically changed it so that you end up spending more, but it's more pocketable. You don't have to spend eight quid or fifteen quid or whatever it costs for your razor blades. You just spend that extra dollar that you don't even think about every month, and you get it. You don't even have to leave the house, and that's where it comes from—the convenience to put it right there and spending less, but more overall in general. 
Okay, that, that works, I get it. But Amazon have gone, actually, we'll give you the convenience, but you'll spend more this month than you ever would in one single go. But then do that every month. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's, that doesn't work. <laughs> Spending 15 quid to get on, potentially, and then another five quid to get Ubisoft, another five quid to get EA, another five quid to get Konami's games, another five quid to get Capcom's games, another five quid to get Bando Namkai, uh, Namkai's games, another five quid to get Kojima Productions, another... And it's like, fuck, okay. Suddenly, I'm remortgaging just to be able to play on Luna's system. So... I don't know. They've they've got to have some sort of. I mean, how does that work? Mix and match packages. So so buy three channels, access to three channels, subscribe to three channels for for tenner or something like that a month. So you can choose. Okay, this month I want to subscribe to Konami because um, Pez is coming out, EA because FIFA's coming out, and Kojima Productions because Death Stranding is coming out. That's obviously the last year, but but um. Is, could you do it like that? And then next month, go actually untick uh, Konami because I've played Pez now. I untick here because I've, I've uh, deleted FIFA and hey, ah, so let's play PUBG again and let's go for some Resident Evil this month. I mean, that kind of stuff maybe, but yeah, I don't know. It just it just sounds clunky to me from that sort of sense. Because mm, like, I mean, let's go back in again. So you get access to Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Far Cry 6, and Immortals Phoenix Rising. It's probably not the greatest example for the point that I was going to make, because I do actually like the look of all three of those games. Um, but what if I just liked Immortals Phoenix Rising, because it's got that Legend of Zelda feel to it. I don't give a shit about Assassin's Creed or Far Cry, because I've played them, uh, each one of them a thousand times, and they've never floated my boat. I'm spending money to subscribe to the channel to give me all these games, but only want one of them. It's just, it's just yeah. extra clunkiness uh, potentially I mean without knowing more about how, how it's going to work I'm not sure I'm not sure I mean it, uh, if it's cheap enough I think it's going to be worth it if it's cheap enough long term because if if the only other way that they could do it is like a rent rental model and I don't think that works either so you could rent a game for three, three quid a month or whatever but I'd much rather pay the extra two pound to be able to play potentially 40 games but I mean, if 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 I had this between this and the Xbox Game Pass, there's absolutely no competition. If yeah. I could get Xbox Game Pass on a Fire Stick TV, then that would the Luna wouldn't exist, and I think that's probably the reason why we haven't had it or we'll get it on uh, on, our, on the Fire Stick. I've got Fire Sticks in every room in the house now, um, so that would be amazing for me to be able to finish playing on my PC here and then think, fuck it, I'm gonna play the rest of Halo in bed. Or go downstairs into the front room and finish it down there. Or play it on my mobile phone. Uh, or in, on my dinner time in the office on my mobile phone or my tablet. That would be amazing to be able to have the ability to do that everywhere. But there's a reason why they're not doing that. And it's because they've got a competition with the likes of Luna. Uh, sorry, with the likes of Game Pass from the Luna standpoint. Um, but yeah, that's I, I do agree with that. It just the the one thing that screams out for everyone at the moment is they're trying to they're trying to copy the Xbox Game Pass model because it is the most successful one because of the quality of games and the price that it is. It almost seems like they're trying to evolve the model, but I'm not sure about the direction, because you've got the Luna Plus game channel, which is their main channel. You subscribe to the service, and you will get access to Resident Evil 7, Control, Panzer Dragoon, and all the rest of the games that were in that list. So what titles are going to be on Luna Plus? Is that where we get the big games? Is Cyberpunk 2077, for example... Uh, in an ideal world, if it's all up and running, will that release, a major release, is that going to be on the Luna Plus game channel? Or is that going to be on the Cyber, uh, CD Projekt Red 
channel? Because uh, if it's not on the CD Projekt Red channel, what is on that? Is that just their older stuff? I mean, the fact that Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Far Cry 6, and Immortals Phoenix Rising, three new releases, each being added to the Ubisoft uh, channel, uh, should be a catalogue, not channel, uh, added to the Ubisoft channel on their release day, what is the point in the Luna Plus game channel? Is that just older stuff? Why am I spending my money and getting access to older stuff? Do I need to Do I need to spend that? Can I not just pay for the Ubisoft channel then and get Assassin's Creed Far, Far Cry 6 The Mortals Phoenix Rising? Because I'm not going to play uh, Ukulele and the, the Impossible Lair. I don't want Iconoclasts, so mm. I'm not asked. Can I just pay for that one? It just... It, it seems clunky. It seems a complex payment. Game Pass, do I have to rent uh pay do i can can i cut off chunks of my payment and not have certain ones or can i add an extra couple of quid on to get more games no actually game pass is just one fee and you get all the games all of them that are on game pass and it doesn't matter what where you're playing them you get them across it all uh, i mean obviously it's not quite the same because some aren't on pc but that's simple really simple easy to digest marketing um and you don't have the scary thing that comes with it i mean uh, the reason mobile phone contracts took off in the UK is because we used that we had uh, pay as you go. I know most people don't have pay as you go anymore, um, but that's what got people in. People were scared of the open-ended bills that mobile contracts can come with. I know it's gonna probably cost me fifteen twenty quid, but the fact that it could cost me seven hundred quid is scary. Okay, pay as you go. You just put fifteen quid on. If you spend it all, you can't go anymore. Nice, um, and that's kind of the idea of Game Pass. You can't go above. If you play shit loads of Football Manager, you're not gonna go. Ah, Sorry, mate. Overtime charges. Uh, you were. We only thought you were going to do two seasons, and you actually did twenty-seven. Sat there in your underpants. So sorry, mate. Uh, you have to pay more. It doesn't work like that. Whereas this, okay, I want to play games, but I need to. I want. I want to try that other game. I want to add a new game. And, and before you know it, it's almost like in-game purchases, but it's in-console purchases. I've bought the extra channels and so on, and suddenly that five ninety-nine that they're talking about, you could be spending fifty-nine ninety-nine a month every month. Um, yeah, you're getting more games than you would be if you were buying one game a month, but I'm not sure about it. It just doesn't... It sounds bloated and confusing to me. Uh, let's see what you guys think. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Where did we get to? It's crazy, crazy that they've called it a channel. It should be classed as a catalogue. Absolute lunacy. Yeah, I've infected Gary. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> uh, most of the games are on Game Pass from the look of the screenshot you shared. Um, yeah, I think that will be the case. You'll probably get a lot of that when it comes to um, any Game Pass alikes. So if, if PlayStation's like, I mean, they had, what, what did they call it? The, the PlayStation Plus Collection or whatever it was, which was just PlayStation games. Obviously, that gives them a bit of a an exclusive sort of thing. But PlayStation now? No, the PlayStation Plus collection, which was announced where if you get PlayStation Plus, you get access to the PlayStation Plus collection on the next gen, so you get access to uh, Uncharted for The Last of Us uh, Part 1, uh, Spider-Man, and other games like that. Big games like God of War and things. All of the big games of the last generation, you get access to all of those. It's like put into your PS Plus library. Um so that's, that's kind of their first step towards that, but that's just included as part of your PS Plus membership. But if they started to go down that line, once you get past the PlayStation stuff, you would get a lot of the um, third-party titles, uh, like the Resident Evils, like the Assassin's Creeds, and so on. They will be on Game Pass and PlayStation Plus Collection and 
Luna Plus or whatever. Um, so yeah, you'd get a lot of crossover there, definitely. Stadia, Luna, all these services don't particularly interest me in their current forms. Xbox's solution is better, giving me the option of cloud gaming within a more traditional structure. Plus, I want my games to look and play the best they can. A sole cloud gaming option doesn't offer that right now. Not that I've seen anyway. Uh, I agree. I very much agree, Mr. T. Uh, morning, Spike! I'll read it. He says, I just don't want games on my console. I don't want any form... Uh, I just uh, I just want games on my console. I don't want any form of streaming. It's bad enough having lag in multiplayer games without having it in single player. Do you know, I agree with that. Um, I, f I feel like that is something that will be irrelevant, but it's still not irrelevant now. Um, we are getting to the point where... I mean, multiplayer didn't used to be a thing, um, and now it is mostly. Obviously, you do get lag in it, but mostly it's fine. We will get to the point where single player is fine, but yeah, at the moment, we're not there, which is why... Stadia is a shit show. We we ex we bought into Google's hype, and it's it's not it's not what it's supposed to be. Uh, the fact that Google look like they're giving up on Stadia already speaks volumes about how it's going. I mean, that's the thing. Do they look like they're giving up on it? Because they didn't look like they really backed it ever. <laughs> so I can't tell. They're just kind of like, oh, this amazing thing's coming, and then it came out, and then their next update on a brand new console was like, what was it? We covered it. Was it like six weeks later before they updated something? And it was that grace on the. Um, the Reddit or, or one of their forums just giving information in a in response to someone. So, yeah, you can't tell if they've given up because it didn't seem like they ever really started. <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, I, this, in hindsight, I, well, I was, I was looking forward to what Stadia could potentially open up down the line. Like, I do like the fact that I can put, potentially play my games anywhere. It was always how the execution was going to be done and that's where the fear was, like, it just shows that the, the, all that was interested in about was shifting units and the shifting units, whether or not that would be the new Chromecast, the controller itself, the infrastructure and everything that they claimed to be there wasn't there and it's, it was dead on arrival. It doesn't look like it's still getting the TLC that I think it probably deserved. With a name like Google, you think they would be able to try and pull a finger out their ass and they'd have people in positions where they're able to have some sort of influence as to try and bring this product to the masses with a good, reliable streaming uh, infrastructure, because that's essentially what it is. It's, uh, fair enough, it's not like watching a film because the film is already pre-recorded, the end is predetermined, everything is there for you. It's a 1.5 gigabyte file that's being streamed from somewhere to you. Yeah, it has no one input whatsoever. Straightforward path, start to end. Yeah. So there's no other button apart from pause and stop. Do you know what I mean? It's not like you can go up, down, left. Lies! Left. You can rewind and fast forward too. <laughs> so the, the outcome of those are already predetermined, so that's a little bit easier to get your head around. However, the the button input... If you've got a game and you've got button delay, there's a problem. Like, it, the game is nearly impossible to play. Um, and that seemed to be the case for every single game, regardless of whether or not it was a multiplayer or a single-player experience. It obviously catered to the people who had amazing internet. My my internet is more than good enough to be able to play games on my PC and stream them at 1080 with absolutely no problems whatsoever. Yet, it was incredibly difficult for me to be able to play any kind of games yeah. over the internet. Stadia, so yeah. it's, it's, it's one of them things I wish it would have been able to get done better. What are Amazon going to do better than Google? That is the... That is, 
ultimately where we're at. I mean, Gary's finishing his comment. It says, uh, going back to what they could do better than Google, Google, Gary said, their new Chromecast, which they own, uh, doesn't support Stadia uh, uh, by app until mid-2021, which is insane if you think about it. It is. So we have a Google Stadia Founders Edition. I mention this every time because I feel it qualifies us for the rant. Um, We invested in Stadia before it came out we bought into the hype uh, as ice cream we we bought, we bought two yeah we bought two um two founders editions and shit absolutely shit it hasn't delivered on any sense of it but we got that a year ago i mean was it was it october or november last year it came out so either way we got that let's say, say let's say it was a year ago it's either 11 or 12 months so we'll say we got it a year ago and the app isn't coming out for chromecast until next year so 18 months before they start to to roll their service out um, is ridiculous on their own platforms, not not on other platforms. It's not trying to trying to get a, bro- a deal brokered with iOS or anything like that. This is to get it onto their own their own hardware. It's just not good enough. That's not good enough. Um, Solid Dog says, as a collector of old game, uh, I'm sad the second hand market for future games is almost non-existent or will be. Um, yeah, well, well, this guy can talk to you about that for hours. This is this is the person that uh, just will be like, oh, do you know what? I'm just uh, yeah, I can't wait for payday. And then he'll go out and he'll come back and he's like, do you know what I've just bought? Uh, this is football. <laughs> it's like nobody bought this is football anyway. Or, or what was what was the what, <laughs> what was the Ubisoft one uh, with Steven Gerrard on the cover? Is it like pure football or something? Oh, pure football, mate. Yeah. Pure football. No. What no. bag of shit that one was. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I fucking did. <laughs> I, I think I picked it up for like eight quid from Asda when it came out. It was it didn't do very well. Well, there you go. I mean, if you subscribe to to Luna and you get the Ubisoft channel, maybe Pure Football will be on there one day. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Spike says, I think Google didn't get the huge hype they wanted from the gamers, uh, and that killed it uh, before it even went anywhere. I think I think there is a little bit of that, but I think it's almost kind of like a, a self-fulfilling prophecy. They didn't get the hype, so they didn't kind of push with it. Um, and because they didn't get the hype, they didn't get the brand support. But they also weren't you almost in business you almost there's a phrase that i use all the time called fake it till you make it excuse me a second <coughs> fake it till you make it is um by saying oh do you know what uh, can we um play on the united football pitch uh, because we've got uh, real madrid in- interested and they want to play as well and united going oh if real madrid are interested then yeah yeah you can of course you can have the football pitch and then you go to Real Madrid and go, oh, United have got a football pitch for a game. Do you guys want to play in it? And Real Madrid go, oh, if it's at Old Trafford, then yeah, yeah, of course, mate, we'll do that. And you didn't have either before, but now you have both. Not that brands that big should be lying to get shit on board, because if it collapses, you just look like a fool. But they didn't even have that sort of stuff in it. So the gamers didn't come because they didn't really have anything. Um, they had Res- uh, Red Dead redemption 2 advertised at launch which then was delayed and they had nothing then they didn't build in anything it was almost like one game will be enough yes and it's like that's one game is never enough for a gamer it isn't gamers always like to complain that there's too many games but if you want to give them one game they're not happy so that was the thing is they didn't have enough there so the gamers didn't come because they didn't do enough and because they didn't do enough the gamers didn't come and it was kind of like catch 22 in that sort of sense so they kind of needed to put their money where their mouth is to get the gamers which then gives them more reason to put more money where their mouth is and that spiral kind of there um i still use page go i only top about once a year the amount of uh, sales calls i get from o2 is ridiculous wanted me to jump to a tariff that's 15 quid a month compared to the 10 pound a year yeah yeah but it's 15 pound a month and uh, you get minutes and, and data and everything yeah mate i literally spent 10 pound a year and i get all of that yeah but 15 pound a month mate no Boo. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Phil Harrison, the top dog at Stadia, loves a good flip-flop between gaming companies. Uh, I think the only one he hasn't worked for is Nintendo. I mean, that was the thing. Like, Stadia sounded like they were, they were pulling out the stops. They were pulling out uh, pulling staff from everywhere. Um, and then they just... Clearly, everyone behind them had absolutely no games experience. The fact that simple stuff, like achievements and trophies and stuff, is like, yeah, that's not going to come until, until a year into it. It's like, you can't... You, there is no achievements or trophies. I don't play. I'm not an achievement hunter. I'm not a trophy hunter. But there are channels out there on YouTube with millions of subscribers because it's something that's hugely desired. I mean, Epic got absolutely slated for starting without that sort of stuff, and Steam had it. You, that's a good starting point. You look at that and say, if Epic are getting slated for not delivering what Steam can deliver, um, yeah, they've they've scaled up and Epic's a really good uh, service now in that sense, but um, they were slated at first and, and Epic had to absolutely bite the bullet and buy GTA for a, an exclusive period to give it away for a good chunk of time to to buy uh, Psyonix so they can have Rocket League on their service and, and these big costly decisions is them putting their money where their mouth is. Uh, Google just went, I think you'll find, uh, look at the name badge, that says Google, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, do you want to play it? No, no. Why not? I mean, it says the name badge. Look, look, look at the name badge. It says Google. What, 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 why are you playing your Switch? What, why is everyone fighting over Switches when they're not in stock when you can just buy the new controller from Google? And it's, it's like, Google? I can point at the name again if you want. It says Google. Do you know what it's made by? Yeah, that's all you've got beyond that. <laughs> There's nothing else. So, yeah, they, they didn't invest enough. They got a good senior team but just had nothing beyond that. Uh, so, yeah, Phil Harrison will be... Uh, you see now how, how well Switches have sold this year. So, yeah, he'll jump over there. Hey! Uh, that's the key thing what Bibi mentioned there. Uh, it says Asim, infrastructure. Stadia, Google, uh, thought it would be easy uh, to do having little to no experience in the gaming space. It took Xbox years to get to the point they're at. No surprise where their cloud game solution is the best. Years of knowledge and experience uh, to set up uh, related infrastructure. Um, Wes says, I know a few people who used it for PUBG but all moved to Xbox in the end. xCloud will help shut Stadia down once it's properly uh, up and running. Gary says, I love this is football. Who <laughs> <laughs> doesn't? Who um, doesn't? But yeah, that, that infrastructure stuff, I mean, that and the, we, I mean, we spoke about it not for a while because we kind of buried Stadia for the time being and not really uh, dug it up, apart from days like this where we dig it up just to slap it in the face and then put it back in the ground again. Uh, Stadia's biggest issue was no mention of what xCloud has had and what uh, Luna is. So Luna is... Um, what is the actual phrasing of it? Yeah, some players who requested early access are now receiving invites. So that's it. You are invited to play in early access. You have an introductory price and all that sort of stuff. Google kind of learned that too late yeah it's gonna be fucking amazing play the games on, on on the go with a stick and 4ks and and stuff it's wonderful it's gonna be really good and then it launches and it's like ah oh, shit uh what we meant was it's it's um uh yeah we, we're just scaling it up and uh, uh it's like you know you've already said it's a finished product now um as as there was an image that david uh shared at the time like chocolate not, not Tropical Thunder, what was it? Tropical Thun Tropic Thunder or whatever is the film. And it's like, uh, you went... Amazing film. Yeah, but the thing with Google at the time, people were sharing images saying, you went full retail? You should never go full retail. And that's what it was. They, they didn't have the early access. They didn't have the grace period. PUBG got away with being shit for so long because it was early access before they got to version one uh, with the main uh, major release. 
that's fine. Uh, Escape from Tarkov, early access for ages. Scum, early access for ages. Some of them su survive, some of them don't. But if you're in that period, you get the grace period. The community like to be yeah. involved with that. But uh, there was none of that. It was, this is a fully-fledged launch. We don't care. We're not going to listen. We're not going to take your advice on board because we know what we're doing. <laughs> and it just didn't work. Well, fucking Daisy's been in early access for about six years and it's still shit. <laughs> I, I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. So to start mentioning <laughs> the games, I knew you were going to... It's my go-to reference, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um... David says, the thing I like about uh, today's two-player games compared to the older consoles is you're no longer in uh, thumping distance if you brag to someone who is hyper-competitive when you win after losing 50 games. Yeah, that's me and David. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's 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 put a pin in Amazon's cloud gaming service uh, before they put a pin in it and deflate it at some point, no doubt, if they carry on with that heavy, bloated uh, plan. We'll jump into the next story. Um, so going back to Xbox-ish... Monster Energy is giving away free copies of Halo 5. US residents can register for a free download. This is written by Andy Robinson at VGC. Uh, Monster Energy is offering a copy of Xbox One title Halo 5 to those who create an account for its new Halo Infinite promotion. The offer, which is officially only open to US residents, requires users to open an account at www.monster-halo.com after which they should receive a redemption code for Halo 5 via email. The promotion limits downloads to one per person. Uh, it was recently confirmed that Monster Energy's long-planned Halo promotion is going ahead despite Halo Infinite's delay into 2021. Uh, between September 1st and December 31st, 2020, fans who purchase limited edition Monster Energy cans will be able to bank 30-minute double XP boosts for when the game releases next year. Via Monster Packs, fans will also be able to unlock access to a Halo Infinite Snapchat filter, and those who complete three monthly Snapchat challenges will then gain access to exclusive Halo Infinite cosmetic items, including weapon coatings and emblems, which will also be available via separate promotions at US retailers Walmart, Maya uh, and others, I'm assuming that's what it says. Uh, partnerships like this don't happen overnight, and this one has been in the works for a long time. Marketing lead Michael Wolf wrote on Xbox.com in August, While Halo Infinite has been delayed to 2021, we are excited to share that our partnership with Monster Energy will bring together our iconic global brands across the US, Canada, Mexico, and Europe to celebrate the launch of Halo Infinite in 2021, and even offers a sneak peek at some exclusive new Halo Infinite multiplayer items. Microsoft confirmed that Halo Infinite had been delayed into next year earlier this month. We don't need to read the rest of it, but I mean, the gist of that, what they're saying is the uh, the Halo Infinite stuff is still coming with Monster Energy this year, even though the game has been delayed, because we've made it and it's going to go out of date. That's what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, essentially that, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've been seeing this packaging for a, the, like, the longest time in Asda. Um, that you can buy like the, the the XP ones, but yeah, I didn't read. I didn't actually read the can. I just seen Halo was on the front of it. What's that coming over the Halo Five? It's the creative monster. It's the creative <laughs> monster. Says Asim. Not not even sorry. <laughs> I, I mean, I appreciated that, and it's not very often that I appreciate an Asim joke. So, GG, you got my approval. I mean, this is an interesting one. Giving away. A big game like Halo, is that because they expect everyone to have it already on Game Pass anyway, so they don't mind giving it away for free? Because that's that's a that's I would like, say so. imagine The Last of Us, Sony going, yeah, you could buy The Last of Us, a game that is there big enough to sell consoles, but just buy yourself a can of pop. 
Get yourself some 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 Vimto. Jobs are good and last last of us Vimto cans. Bosh, yeah. It's like, well, why would I spend fifty quid when I can get one can of Vimto? What's this about? Or, or a multi pack of Vimto? Uh, it just seems bizarre, but that that has. I mean, that's that's the benefit of having something like Game Pass because you almost can write it off for the majority of users. Most people are going to have Game Pass if they have an Xbox. So you're kind of not really um, giving anything away. It's, 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 it's false pretenses. Yeah, this thing that you own is free. It's like, oh, nice. Yeah, it's free. I don't have to pay for it. Yeah, you don't have to pay for it, and you already own it. Yeah, what? No, never mind. It's free. <laughs> okay. Okay, nice. It's, it's kind of like that sort of thing. So, yeah. I mean, it's good. It's good. It's good. Um... It's not good that it's only open to US, but do you know what? You've got it anyway, so what does it matter? It's fine. It's fine. Uh, that's a monster partnership if you love Halo, says Gary. Eee. Uh, sick, Asim Tanvia, says uh, Gary. And, uh, Asim says, sick, we're not in Japan, mate. Hey, sake. Okay, let's move ahead. Let's move ahead. That's a nice short story. Uh, a, sh a short story, whilst we've got Asim in here. Uh, we're going to all jump on Asim and attack him because Asim works at 2K. But, uh, nice resolution from, from yesterday's um, massive outrage that 2K absolutely ch shit on themselves. with. The I mean, they didn't really, but that's kind of the way that we were, we were led to believe it by the articles. But 2K apologised for the way unskippable ads were implement implemented in NBA 2K21, not the ads themselves. Uh, which is what I'd said. Anyway, uh, like last year's game, uh, sorry, written by Sharif C, VG247, like last year's game, NBA 2K21 has uh, unskippable ads, but now 2K Games is vowing to fix it. Update, uh, 2K Games has today, -ish, actually, let's start with the original. Sorry, then we'll jump back up. NBA 2K21 players were surprised to recently find the game uh, is able to play unskippable ads. The ads show during loading, uh, they'll only last about as long as the loading screen itself, which kind of contradicts some of the messaging we heard yesterday that they were actually extended loading t uh, screens so that's not too bad in that sense but anyway a number of reddit users reported the issue this morning sharing their dismay that ads exist in all premium uh, at all in a premium 60 dollars game uh, that's already stuffed to the brim with microtransactions steve Iver verified that the ads play on all platforms across pc ps4 xbox one uh, the ad the site got was one for the oculus quest 2 vr headset it played before Episode 7 of the My Team Season 2, uh, an in-game TV show that plays before the match. Players have to wait for the ad to finish before they can press continue and get on. If you're thinking, this sounds familiar, it's because 2K Games also added unskippable ads with NBA 2K20, last year's game, sometime after launch. Indeed, EA also tried a similar move with UFC uh, 4 just last month, before the publisher was forced to pull the ads in response to some very negative feedback. Their implementation in UFC 4 was arguably worse, given how they play during in-match replays. For now, it looks like business as usual for NBA 2k and its players however favorable the move may be anyway back up to the update update uh, 2k games has today issued a statement addressing the negative press nba 2k21 has been receiving over the past few days as more and more players run into the game's unskippable ads which play before episodes of the in-game 2k tv episodes according to the publisher the way ads were implemented was the problem not the ads themselves nevertheless 2k games vowed to fix the issue with future 2k tv episodes as many are aware, in recent years, ads have been integrated into 2K TV segments. Yesterday's 2K TV ad placement impacted our players' experience in a way we didn't intend, as these ads are not meant to run as part of the pre-game introduction. This will be fixed in future episodes. Thanks for your continued feedback, reads an official statement. Um, you can find the original story below. I know, thanks, we found it already. Cheers, mate. Um, 
So thoughts. Oh, so that thoughts is done. It he's, he's not interested. He's left us. Thoughts, bib. No, mate. I've not got no thoughts. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Asim says um, all the outrage. Um, uh, Gary says two K have had enough of all the outrage. Hey, Abdul. Um, with a very easy to say name, one, two, three, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, you're missing four and five, mate, but welcome to the stream. How's things, dude? Um, hey, hello, <laughs> hello. <laughs> um, if the ads make the games better in the long run, do people care? Um, I mean, that's the, that's the point. That's the point. I mean, uh, we, the bit we said yesterday, the, the gist we said is over the top adverts that you can't skip that, that break immersion or or take you out of the game or make you sit there for longer in a game that you played for price for is not. Is not good for a consumer. It's bad. That's a bad thing, and we shouldn't accept that. But advertising in a natural environment can add to the whole um, relativity of the game. So if it's done right, it's not bad. Um, and it seems like, yeah, like they've said, having the ads isn't the issue. It's the way that they've been implemented. So it seems like they agree with that too. Um, Asim says, I wonder if Yongye will make a video about this. So oh, of course not. It's not a hitting on a negative agenda. I mean, that's the thing. Um, Yongye... Um, Yong Out uh, is a really good creator if he's fighting your your fight. But if he's if if your fight is completely at loggerheads with what he wants, then then you see straight through it. Um, and I remember seeing Young Ye making some amazing Metal Gear stuff. But then when all the whole Konami Kojima situation started happening, then you realise that Young Ye, um he wasn't making the content for the gamers, he was making the content for the clicks. And you're like, oh, that's when it's horribly apparent then. Um, but yeah, that's the same thing with news. Uh, unfortunately, it's, it's, it's all about the clicks. Um, uh, Gary says, yeah, that will never happen, unfortunately. He, sh he should do an update, but like you say, it doesn't fit the negativity. It's the same thing in in, in broadsheets. The, the sun, the rag, um, could publish an article based on one thing. Uh, front page spread. Bibby is a massive willy and then it's like oh actually sorry we got the facts wrong and bibby it only is a tiny willy sorry sorry we just you know you know magnifying glasses and that the internet so but they don't put that on the front page um what they do is they go to page 27 and have it in a real little bit small bit in the side and that's only when they have to it's, it's shit that um yeah people don't fix their issues in that sense i mean 2k have done it why should, why, should, why won't everyone else because yeah that's it's not People don't want the happy resolution. They just want to remain disgruntled. Um, uh, Gagad says, I go and grab a glass of water and we're back on advert morning again. Yeah, this is an update on it. That's why, um, Gagad, 2K has uh, apologised for the unskippable ads, the way that they were implemented. Not necessarily the ads themselves, but the way that they were implemented, and that will change going forward. So it's just catching up on that. So this is a, an update to that story. But it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. It's all right, chill out, mate. Calm down, calm down. Uh, we're going to move on. Uh, final story of the day. Pac-Man uh, Mega Tunnel Battle is a 64-player battle royale game that's first on Stadia. And there's a demo available now, written by Matt Wales at Eurogamer. Um, as if one retro-inspired 64-player battle royale adaption wasn't enough for Stadia users to be getting on with, a second will soon be making its way to the streaming service in the form of Pac-Man Mega Tunnel Battle, and there's a demo available now. Developed by Bandon Namkai and Heavy Iron Studios, Pac-Man Mega Tunnel Battle is a 64-player battle royale experience in which chomp-mouthed participants attempt to be the last Pac-Man standing across 64 vibrantly-themed interconnected mazes, invade other players' mazes, eat their dots and power-ups, even other players, and dominate the mazes is how Google pitches the new multiplayer adaption in its announcement post. But watch out! Viewers can vote on power-ups that can cause you or your opponents to stumble on the field and be eliminated from battle. Uh, Pac-Man 
Eternal Battle will feature two distinct modes of play, new power-ups, plus various cosmetic options for those eager to personalise their pack people. And at least some of these things are visible in the rather catchy soundtrack announcement trailer above, which we can't see. Uh, Mega Tunnel Battle is one of those first on Stadia deals and will join the service on 17th of November. Cost it, you're enjoying yourself there, <laughs> Costing around 15 quid. And However, those eager to try it before they buy are in luck, thanks to a new limited demo available today until the 27th of October. The demo is part of a three-day Stadia event, which will see two more limited-time demos being made available to players from tomorrow, 21st of October. Stadia users can take Amplitude Studios' intriguing historical 4X effort, Humankind, for a spin. And there's an Immortals Phoenix Rising demo coming to the streaming service on Thursday, 22nd of October. You uh, ready to get Pac-Man up, bit? What are you trickling at? What are you trickling at? It is literally the first comment at the very bottom. <laughs> Pac-Man multiplayer is a perfect Stadia exclusive. Seeing no Stadia is online is a ghost town. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, GG that, GG that guy. It <laughs> proper caught me off guard. That. Uh, to be fair, I mean, a Pac-Man Battle Royale. There isn't a game that they haven't done it with yet. I thought the Tetris one would be super shit, but the Tetris one is actually a lot of fun, and it probably is. The, one of the most stressful, um, I'll say, battle royales that there is, the Tetris one that is. Um, it's You think I'm really good at Tetris. You think I've played Tetris all my life, and then you get into that and you haven't played Tetris. <laughs> like, it's, it's a completely different game. Like How fast it is and everybody else being able to throw all their uh, Tetris lines on top, of, uh, on top of yours, it's just... It's so difficult, and I imagine this would be the same thing if you are an avid, if you are a, if you are an avid, uh, if you are a massive, <laughs> we'll go with that instead, Pac-Man fan. Then this might be something that tickles your fancy. It's not something that I'm going to get involved in again. I said the Tetris one would be shit. I want to see what this one's like, just out of curiosity. Well, I've got the trailer playing on screen now, um, and it's nice to see Pac-Man in high fidelity uh, it's probably been done in high fidelity some of the times but i'm not the kind of person that would go playing retro stuff like this anymore i spent forever playing uh, pac-man on old systems back on the old ataris and so on um so yeah i've been there i've done that for me i don't tend to revisit kind of stuff um so yeah it's nice to see but i'm the uh, they have spruced it up quite a bit obviously it's not it's not as uh well it was just black and blue back in the day uh, and I haven't played a Pac-Man game for what is the longest time not any of the more modern ones if obviously I've played Pac-Man if I go to the arcade club and play on the old arcade machines I played it there but I haven't played anyone that's got like massive massive amounts of colours like this like my nephew five years old absolutely loves Pac-Man it's like one of his favourite games that and Tetris it's like he's a 90s kid it's like he's an 80s 90s kid again that's all he plays and Sky I didn't realise I didn't realise on Sky Bedlam Beehive still lives by the way does uh, it? that was the nephew does it yeah if you've got if you've got Sky Q go to Bedlam. there's like a game section yeah Beehive Bedlam's there mate you can play Pac-Man and Tetris wow. didn't know that my nephew told me I genuinely five -year -old thought nephew. it had been killed about a million years ago I remember like getting <laughs> like what was it called then Sky was it just Sky Plus or something back then? I mean, yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, well, it's been, the, I had Sky before it was recorded. I think it was just called Sky, wasn't it? I can't remember. There was a certain like box, Sky HD, uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah, and wow, Bi Bedlam. I remember my aunt used to just spend hours playing it on the big feck off Sky remote where she pretty much stood and pressed the buttons <laughs> on it. 
Wow. But yeah, he was he's playing that. He's he's playing Tetris like nobody's business. So there is still obviously a, a market for it. Whether or not it's going to be very very young children or people looking for a nostalgia trip, there is obviously still a demand for it somewhere. And that's why this has got me interest because I want to see how well it does. Tetris Battle Royale is still doing really well. People are playing it constantly. There's a massive player base still there. So I want to see if this has the same sort of influence. Um, so yeah, interesting. Um, jumping into the chat. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, okay, so if this has been a Brad, but why is ICU studio, uh, studio studio looking like that? Oh, okay, that's because I haven't changed the stuff around. Do you know, it's a good spot, actually. It's a good spot. Because <laughs> uh, yesterday, Bibi was in the studio. Uh, so mm -hmm. let me change that one off. Uh, and that one on. There you go. Bibi's home, Green's home. Ta -da. home. Fixed. Nice spot. Cheers, Abdul. Um, Gagad says, oh no, we've done that one already. Bacon Chin, morning kings! Hey, hey, here he is, here he is. How's things, dude? Um, Gary says, I never thought I'd hear the words pack, man, uh, pack and man in 2020. Um, well, there you go, there you go, nice. You're fixed. Uh, and Abdul's back as well. Hey, so some of the nameplates, it doesn't say OCU Studio anymore, it says Bibby's Home. Uh, do you know what? Speaking about everyone being back, that's enough of that. We're going to go. But we will be back shortly. Uh, so that's going to finish things up. So pack man. Um, I can't even find it now. I've lost it. It's gone. Uh, Pac-Man Mega Tunnel Battle. That is the name of it. It's actually there on screen. So there you go. Um, is coming to Stadia. Um, just before we do wrap things up, actually. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, Stadia at least are trying something. I'm not sure it's enough. It's almost not too little too late. Because I think they could still turn it around. It will be an absolute slog for them to do that. But I don't think it's enough to turn around by having a Pac-Man Battle Royale. Because... Pac-Man has been done, and has been done, and has been done again. Um, Battle Royale has been done, has been done, and has been done again. If you tell anyone that your their favourite game of choice now has a Battle Royale mode, more often than not, that will be greeted with a... Because, <laughs> because two things. Battle Royale was saturated really quickly, but the second and more important thing is Battle Royale was saturated really badly, really quickly. Um, people thought, oh, fuck it, let's just make everything squash in and die. Yeah, nice, nice. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that that on its own isn't necessarily a major thing, but the fact that they are building that in with uh, Humankind, which I don't know what that is. Um, okay, that's nice, that's another game. But then Immortals Phoenix Rising has a demo coming to Stadia. That is quite good, because Immortals Phoenix Rising is a game that does have attention. Um, what was it, was it originally called? Gods and Monsters? Is that what it was called? Yeah. Um, I, mean, I don't know why they, they got rid of that name, if I'm being honest, because Gods and Monsters is a much better game than Immortals Phoenix Rising, um, because it's not... Yeah, I've said it already. It should be Immortals colon Phoenix Rising. should be that. That's it. Why, why is it Immortals Phoenix Rising? It's, it's, it's not... Anyway, we've had this before. We've had this conversation before. Um, but Stadia are doing some good stuff there. Three games coming in the, in the space of, like, three to four days that you can play uh, a good... A chunk of demo time on the downside is they're nice but are any of those really enough to make someone go out and jump into stadia if not then you're going to be presented with the biggest issue that is there is how can you entice people to jump in and play if there's not really going to be many people to play against and that's the yeah. issue that's the issue it's nice but these are sustain um campaigns these are what you do to keep your audience happy these are retention tools, not recruitment tools, and that's what that's what Google's issue is. They need to put more on recruitment. The big head, uh, big headliners, the big hitters that brings people in. 
But yeah, that's that. That's that. Anyway, uh, me and Graham used to buy Pac-Man so much at our nans that she used to say the Atari was overheating just to get us to go off. That's true. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, speaking of going home, we are going to go home to the ICU Manor House, that is. For those of you who don't know, we do a PES series, a Modern Master League on PC every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. And today is one of those days. Uh, so we are going to wrap things up now for the scoop and jump back on with Masters of the League. Episode 52? One? Two? There we go, episode 52. Uh, we're at the end of the season. Um, a very, very up and down episode um, in the last episode. I'm not going to give you any spoilers at this point because you might not have seen it. It was it was a double episode, so we'll give you the benefit of that. You might not have seen it, but yeah. Some big, big achievements and some big, big heartbreak as well. So make sure you tune in to see that. Um, feel free to stick around in the channel. We'll be back on in about 10, 15 minutes with that. So you don't have to go far. Um, obviously, if you do hit follow on the channel, you will be notified when we go live anyway. So if you do linger off... You can always jump back at that point in time. If you haven't hit follow the channel, it would be appreciated if you do. Obviously, I mentioned it at the start of the stream. Uh, let me type a couple of things in chat. Exclamation mark, 2K. Um, we are almost at 2K followers, so once we hit that, we'll start a giveaway. But in the meantime, if you're thinking about subscribing to the channel um, and you would like a different giveaway, we are giving away a copy of FIFA 21 to subscribers. Um, you don't have to be a tier three or anything you don't get any benefits for being a tier three subscriber that being a tier one or even a prime sub but if you do have a prime just sat there in your, in your wallet and you don't realize you know, oh i could use this then feel free to drop it here nice 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 uh before we disappear though bib yes anything you want to add yes of course if there is any video game news that you want to hear our thoughts and impressions on you also want to voice yours two ways that you can do it first of all find us on social media it's at ice cream loads across all major social media platforms second way join us in our discord on the left hand side there should be a little area in there called the scoop all we need to, you to do is drop your thoughts and impressions along with the news article itself they will then give our thoughts and impressions and the very next show which will be at what time tomorrow mr graham day 10 a m ish <laughs> Yeah, so we do have an ish emote. I've just spammed it in chat. Obviously, don't forget, as a subscriber, you get access to our exclusive emotes. So help yourself, help yourself. Anyway, we are going to disappear. Thank you, everyone, for joining us in the stream, including Gary, who says, great stream, lads. I appreciate the uh, gifted sub, Gary, and Mr. T as well. Very, very much appreciate the support from you guys. Uh, I think we're actually at the highest sub count we have ever been uh, right now. So, do you know what? It means a lot. The support is huge. Thank you very, very, very much. Very, very much. As mentioned previously, many times before, all of the subs and the bits and the dodos and any of that stuff goes back into us being able to do this. This isn't our full-time job. We don't get paid to do this. Uh, so that stuff makes it easier for us to do that kind of thing. Genuinely, genuinely appreciate it. Uh, anyway, we are going to disappear. We'll see you in a bit for Masters of the League. If not, we'll see you at 10 a.m.-ish tomorrow uh, for the next episode of The Scoop. Until then, stay frosty.